I think we're good. We got a message on SoundCloud from Harrison McGuire 701. <laughs> what do they say? They say, I'm all you ever wanted. Hot, sexy, blonde babe willing to satisfy you in every way possible. And there's a link. Welcome to another episode of the Old Tattoo Connection, and I'd like to introduce you all to someone, because I suddenly lost the capacity to maintain the current cadence, and anyway, I'd like to introduce you all to my new wife, Alexa. Say hi. Hi there. Isn't she wonderful? Anyway, um... Not a whole lot to say here, other than uh, this is kind of a weird episode. Um, me and Mike spent more time flying off topic and going on tangents than we did actually talking about the anime. I managed to excise a bit, possibly enough for its own episode. So we'll see how it turns out. But uh, until then, please enjoy. <laughs> times we record we record these things in advance so we're recording on christmas but this will be up this will be like the first episode of the new year uh what? yeah it will be yeah is it not it's not coming out on new year's is it no not on new year's um i think uh That'll be the last Berserk episode. If I actually get things up in time, it'll be up on the 31st. Hmm, okay. So this is the first episode of the new year. Yeah. A lot of new announcements, which you can find by going to Hey Listen Radio on SoundCloud. Oh, okay. .com. <laughs> yeah, we haven't gotten .com figured out just yet. But we'll have a, a an episode called... The farewell to twenty shitstein. Yeah, episode. twenty shitstein is right. It's gonna be our first yearly roundup. Celebrity graveyard. Yeah, where we talk about stuff. Yeah, there is there's a there's a category for you: most painful celebrity death. Yeah. Ooh. There are some deep cuts in there. Yeah, you get to hear us talk about that. You'll get to hear about who I officially declare. As my 2016 man crush, uh, and maybe some predictions for 2017, uh, but we're gonna try and start the new year off right. So uh, we're gonna do the best we can with what we have, which ain't much on account of what 2016 left us with. But there's gonna be some smooth music playing underneath it. Ah. Uh... Some of that smooth jazz. TB decided at this point. But anyway, look out for it. And an, an exciting announcement about one of our wonderful shows. Mm. So go listen to that thing. Okay. Yeah, we're on to uh, 
other things. Did you have good Christmas jumper cables? Um, that was okay. Was it filled with boys' love? Um, a little. Not a whole lot, considering these... I thought it would be, but these episodes are only, like, four minutes long. I mean, IRL. So it was, like, bite-sized? No, no. There's there's no, no there's no love in my life. You I'm know I'm sorry. a miserable hermit. Well, mine was... I did see a grown man grab another man's ass in a more than friendly Wait, manner. Like, like for real? For real? We're still talking yeah. in real life right now, right? Yeah. Because that did happen in this anime. It did happen in the anime, and it reminded me of what had happened earlier today. Whoa. Yeah. What happened? I got, what, what was well, going on? <laughs> we had a lot of family, and uh, someone in the family is, uh, I guess back together with this dude ah. so that was cool seems like a nice young fellow mm-hmm. um, but yeah there's a little bit of boys love in my and then we came and watched this is this our first slice of life um I want to say no but it might be. I feel like it is. As well, of this, like, like true slice of life, like, you know, like, four-minute episodes. Yeah. Well, part of the reason why the episodes are so short is because they're a, um... Uh, their manga format is what's called a four-coma, or yon-coma, or four four panel for yeah it's it's literally a uh, four panel strip uh not unlike uh comic strips you'd find in magazines or newspapers and it's just kind of like a gag of the week type thing which is why the episodes are so short <clears throat> um they've done stuff like this before but they'll usually there will usually be a lot more material out before they do an anime of it. Enough material that they can actually do half-hour episodes, whereas these were literally like each episode was one of the panels. Hmm. It seemed like there'd be... uh, not as much information. Seems like if you did... Yeah. Kind of Seems maybe like... maybe it's like two gags per episode because mm. some yeah. of them do cut. Yeah. Uh, so where would where do these air? That's what I was trying to figure out, and I couldn't really because it seems like the only way for this to really work is for it to air alongside like an actual show. Yeah. Like it would come on after another, like you'd watch an episode of Oron High, and then you'd get these little bits, and then you'd like get this either in the transition between shows or like during commercials to make sure yeah. you were still watching. Yeah, they move pretty fast. Yeah, I was kind of it's kind of hard to follow. Yeah, I was uh kind of wishing uh we had like access to like a dvd version of this so they would just like flow from one episode to the other Mm. 
Yeah, it was pretty insane. It was like... I mean, I've seen it before, especially in comedy anime that, that's like, you know, translated from a, from a comic. It's just like, yeah, we got gags and gags and they're talking gags over sight gags and then there's text gags. Mm-hmm. And it's like you can't even read everything at once. Yeah. But, uh, how did you like this thing? Um, it's, it's silly. And it's cute. And mm-hmm. if more comes out, I'll watch it. I like it. It's really... It's an interesting... It's one of those animes that's, like, about, like, manga. Mm-hmm. Which is... Specifically about the fan base. Yeah. It's... it's. I kind of enjoy that format where it's about, like, fans of a genre, but mm-hmm. it's also, like kind of starting to turn into the genre that it's like talking about mm-hmm. which I guess is natural yeah but uh, oh, there's an element of um, the main character wanting that to happen and him not wanting that to happen mm-hmm. this is the uh, main character is the uh, titular uh, Fudanchi yeah. Which uh, comes from the term Fujoshi, which uh, means rotten girl, which is what they call oh. um, BL lovers. Yeah, there's all, all sorts of terminology in here that I didn't understand. Yeah. Like and... when they're talking about uke and seme, that's basically uh, top and bottom. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting. Are you a top or a bottom, Jumper Cables? <laughs> do you really want the answer to this question? I think I already know. I'm pretty sure you do. <laughs> do you want the world to know? I don't care. <laughs> okay. Well, I won't say it. I'm but a, uh, I... I'm a fucking bottom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just gotta say I like both. Then you'd be what's called a switch. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so there's a word for it. Yep. Yeah, it's funny. Sometimes my girlfriend will just... She'll get on top of me and start pretending she's a dude. (laughs) Maybe. This is like the type of thing where you... Does she she make you call her daddy? No, we never take it, like, that far. Like, it doesn't... She's just playing around, but at the same time... (laughs) It's, like, fast forward, like, five years, and she's just going to be pegging me in the ass. (laughs) Yeah, while you're wearing a dress. Yeah. But at this point, we've not gotten that far. Um, It's kind of (laughs) scary. Because she's, like... I think she's really hot, mm-hmm. but she's also like kind of big and strong. <laughs> <laughs> like one day you guys are just going to be sitting there and she's like, you know, if I wanted to take you, I could. <laughs> uh, she could. But, uh, yeah, anyway, so, um, I, I yeah, switch. That's a good one. <laughs> I'm Uh, what else? What were we saying? 
we got on the topic of uh, UKs and semis, tops and bottoms, just weird terminology bits in general. Right. So I feel like not like quite all the way, but I feel like I identify with the main character. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I guess regular listeners of the show, if we know them, may know that I like to talk about a lot of gay shit. Mm-hmm. It's funny. Yeah. Which I was thinking about. Well, first of all, when I was watching this, I started, it got the gears turning in my head because I've been trying to figure out an idea. I'm trying to make a documentary about my friend. Um, but it might be like too much to handle. So what I kind of want to do is, you can shoot anything on a phone now. Mm-hmm. I want to make a small short film and, you know, just to like try out, you know, how to yeah. compose this shot, how to work with people to get them to say dialogue, just simple things. And I've been trying to think of ideas for like a short story. Mm-hmm. And this kind of hit me like, I was like, oh, maybe I could, because my friends are real funny. I was thinking, and they're all real comfortable with themselves. Mm-hmm. I could write some gay shit. <laughs> I could, my idea was like for a phone sex line, like a guy who, who wants to talk to people on like a phone sex line mm-hmm. and he, he ends up dating one and it's an abusive relationship <laughs> and then and then there's fucking but uh what was my point <laughs> <laughs> how uh this is all tied to how you identified with the main character in oh, some way yeah. exactly well, you just said my point <laughs> i kind of relate that yeah you're kind of like not gay you're 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 comfortable with it to a degree most people aren't so much so that people might suspect you of like being in it when you actually aren't yeah yeah i can i can relate there too i'm always like putting you in like weird yeah (laughs) so you're 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 kind of like that other uh fundachi character that uses like his uh classmates as like the basis for his uh dojins yeah, you're like except, my beast. Except they're all me on the cover. <laughs> I just think it's funny. Just because you... It's kind of funny, but it drives me nuts. <laughs> I know, and that's why I do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's funny because I think that sometimes you play along because you think I'll stop. <laughs> but I just like... Yeah, the problem is, is like everything emboldens you. Yeah, I'm just like getting yes. angry and wanting it to stop emboldens you. Playing <laughs> along and having fun with it emboldens you. <laughs> yeah, but uh, not saying anything emboldens you. Uh huh. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it's funny. If you can't see me right now, but I look like a, a director of gay porn right now. The way I'm dressed. But, uh. <laughs> I don't know if that makes you a director of gay porn. You just look like low rent Steve Jobs right now. But look at this. It looks like a scarf. No, black suit. I look like some. Scarf art indoors. Director. Yeah, that's definitely my, art director. I don't know. With my, my headphones, like. Mm. 
Which I got my hand on my face right now. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> I think that he can put his wiener in that guy's butthole deeper. <laughs> Action! <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I know that also part of me is, like, if I were to make something like that, like, I think it'd be funny, but I feel like, I don't know how actual gay people would feel about it, but I feel like a lot of other people would think, oh, like, this is a terrible portrayal of, like, you know. Mm Mm-hmm. Or, you know, that would be my that, that you're job. being insensitive? Yeah, that'd be my job to make it have a human element. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I don't know, how do you approach that as someone who's not involved in a culture and you want to make something about it that's funny? You should watch a, I think it's a Taiwanese film called Formula 17. Because mm. it's a super gay movie, but it's a comedy. Mm. And it does something pretty interesting is that <clears throat> I want to say, I want to say about a half hour into the movie, gay people feel as normal as anybody else. Mm. A whole half hour? It takes that long? <laughs> no, 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 not. See, okay, two things. Not half hour. I don't remember. One, but mm. two, you're underestimating me when I say makes them feel normal. Like, as natural as straight shit. I didn't know. You you won't get it till you see it. Hmm, okay. But we're way off topic. (laughs) Yeah. Especially since there aren't really any of those deep cuts in this anime. Yeah, it's kind of... Did you have a favorite episode? (laughs) Um, hold on couple of choice gags um uh i think it may have been episode eight even though episode eight should probably bother me considering how devious some of the actions that went on in it are it happened that's when uh blondie decides to cross dress and nearly uh ends up making out with the main character because he thinks uh blondie's a chick oh yeah I think that was the only part where I laughed was when he was sort of, or no, it was a different episode when, or maybe it was that episode when he's, he's like, I thought it was a funny situation where he was like, oh, I've seen this girl around and she's real hot. And it turns out it's like that dude just cross cosplays once a week. <laughs> cosplays. Yeah. And he's like walking toward him. Oh man. <laughs> And they draw this big Adam's apple on him. <laughs> yeah. It's a... I guess that's kind of kind of like epitomizes the like reoccurring gag with this, which is it's a uh, male fan of uh, Boys Love Comics who, in spite of being super into it, not just the comics themselves, but even like instances that meet the aesthetic in real life... In spite of all that, he's 100% straight. Mm-hmm. And has to deal with some weird stuff because of it. Yeah, there's a strange will-they-won't-they they thing going on with him and uh, Gucci. 
No, that's the uh, that's the uh, cutesy nickname for the main character. Oh, you, you're thinking the... of uh, Nakamura, the guy who calls no. him that? Or are you no, thinking about no. the girl? The girl. Oh. It's like, let's hang out so I can oh, yeah. look at boys' love yeah, and not... moments where people mistake them hanging out for stuff, and they're both, like, yeah. hella flat about it. It's like, no, we're friends. No, they, we're allies. They go to a convention. Mm-hmm. That was pretty funny. Uh, Rumi. Rumi. Yeah. How do you like this show? Yeah, it's it's cute. I like the dynamic between uh, main character and Rumi. Like, weird bits of them having, like, nerd rage at each other. <laughs> Mutually geeking out over the same stuff. Much to the chagrin of their uh, long-suffering normie friend. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's... it's um. Like, I don't know if there's enough there to do a legit series out of this, but I guess this format works. Yeah. Weird slice of life. Yeah, I feel like there's still a lot of jokes to be had. I guess at everyone's expense, because it seems like nobody gets out of these episodes without being dumped on in some way or another. No. It was so much to take in that it just kind of went in my brain and out of it. It was just really like, hey, this guy loves to watch other boys fuck. Not even. Remember, he uh, he was lamenting in one of the episodes <laughs> that he couldn't buy the 18 plus stuff. <laughs> uh, he can't buy Yowie. It's an interesting... If he met someone like this in real life, would you... I'm so glad you said that. <laughs> oh, have you? Uh, I can one-up that. There was a very small period of time where I was this guy. <laughs> ah, interesting. And how did you feel about yourself? Um, nowhere near as confused as you might think. Especially considering this started with the, uh... Well, let me... Let me uh, build this up by asking you a question, Mike. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had the gay dream? Oh, no, I actually haven't. Where, like, you fuck another guy? See, or... that would actually be less gay than the dream. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. No, this is like, I don't know if, uh, what the makeup of his audience is, but... If you're a dude, then you kind of know that fucking another dude is definitely not as gay as getting fucked by another dude. (laughs) Again, again. pegged by a woman. Again, that would still be less gay than the actual dream I had. (laughs) So what happened? Because the dream I had was fucking romantic. Oh. (laughs) Wow. Huh. With who? Like, um, I don't know. I don't think it was anyone I know. It may have just been, like, it was either the face of somebody I was around long enough to remember, but, like, couldn't put a, uh, personality, couldn't attach a personality to. Hmm. Like, you know how sometimes you'll remember someone, like, like a 
teacher or an acquaintance and their face and body will be there, but they'll represent a completely different figure in your dream. Was there like a, could you ascribe like a, an actor to this person? Mm, Just so No, get, he was a really you... normal ass, normal looking dude. Hmm. Just like a, like if you were to compare, I mean. I can't really think of one. But yeah. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Did he buy you flowers? No. Um do you know how like in uh the way a guy will take a chick's hand right before he kisses it? Uh sorta. Kind of like 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 imagine a dude helping a woman off of an elevated surface. Ah. I see. Yeah. That's how he greeted me. So he grabbed your hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then what? I think offered to escort me somewhere. I think the way this dream went is I was, like, stepping out from some sort of, like, convention-type deal. And right before I ran into this guy, I thought to myself, oh, wait, I'm in the gay part of town. <laughs> I wonder if anything's gonna happen. <laughs> mm. Yeah. And he like so walks you... up to me, takes takes my hand, and introduces himself to me like I was a classy lady. And then what did you and do? And it made me all red in the face, and I got nervous, and told him <laughs> I had to go. <laughs> That's funny. And I woke up like, huh, I wonder if that means anything. <laughs> Do you think it means anything? No. Mm, why not? Um, well, at the end of the day, I'm just not attracted to dudes. Yeah, same here. I think I just want that kind of attention. Probably, you know, because all dreams do usually mean something. Mm -hmm. Where, when did you have this dream? Uh, this is back when I lived in Vegas. Yeah, I was going to guess that. Because I remember you were really... Another instance of me being too isolated. Yeah, you were really isolated at that point. Mm -hmm. I was kind of worried about you. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, I've never had a gay dream. I don't know what the gayest dream I've had was. No, it's just... No, it's never happened to me, I don't think. It's funny, because that's not the only gay dream. Hmm. But that's the only gay dream where I'm actually me in it. Huh. You had dreams where other gay dudes were boning? Uh, there's never... It's never sex. Hmm. It's always just, like, feelings and shit. It's always sensitive. Hmm. That's interesting. You know, we keep uh, going into the deep cuts on this, and I guess it's a <clears throat> reason to talk about the actual, I guess, I don't know what you'd call it, the target audience, the demographic of Boys Love. It may surprise or it may not surprise the listeners to find out that uh, the, the those comics, those books are primarily geared towards young girls rather than gay males. And, um, yeah, 
if you're gay and wanting like manga about actual gay people buying for gay people, you've got to look at another kind of book. I think uh, there's two terms for it. One is bara, and the other is gay kami, which is literally just gay comic. Hmm. Um, I didn't get a chance to really do the in-depth reading on the, uh, I guess, the differences between them outside of uh, primarily the art style is a bit different. Mm-hmm. Also, Yaoi and Shonen Ai is really weird. It's like when I had that <laughs> phase and started like reading and watching the stuff. Um, the assumption isn't that the characters are just gay, usually. Mm-hmm. Like, the way they like to play it is, uh, it's assumed that the characters, or at least one of the primary character, is straight until they meet this one person. And you <laughs> rarely have the hard identifiers. It's that mm-hmm. gender fluidity the kids are talking about these days. Mm-hmm. I'm an old man, I don't get it. Uh, I mean, it's not that hard to understand, it's just... It's not like well, it's it's understand. I I you know just kind of like seeing it. I kind of I get what they're saying. I just I don't get it on an internal level. Hmm. Uh, I mean, I I kind of get it as far as <laughs> like. Well, let me put it this way: in my mind, you're hard coded for whatever you turn out to be, whether that be gay, straight, bi, or some nondescript term I don't know but that's something that does could just be that could just be something that changes in people as time progresses yeah I mean when they talk about it it's just the way I understand it is it's just whatever you feel mm-hmm. and if it doesn't make sense because there's no definition like that's fine like yeah. if say if you think you're only attracted to, like, women, and you're not attracted to men at all, but one day you find yourself attracted to, like, a, a trans person who who doesn't pass or something. Mm-hmm. Then that's, like, I guess the idea of fluidity is to say that that's okay. Yeah. Just be into what you're into. Yeah, that's great. And that it's a, it's a whole... It's a big spectrum. I guess, really, it's just there to say that it's not just, like, if, like life is more complicated than... Yeah, there aren't, there aren't hard straight. rules to this that everyone yeah. has to adhere to. Yeah, sometimes I think those terms are, are also there just to... I mean, I guess from a scholarly standpoint, it, it's, it's there for people to... To like discuss it, you yeah, know, in de- in depth. But also, sometimes I feel like a lot of people just use a lot of these phrases to confuse mm-hmm. the straight people. Just be like, "Hey, you you don't need to know. You're not you're not just so you, you don't know. belong here. Get out." Which, which I guess is a reaction to you know being oppressed. So it kind of makes sense, but. Yeah, can uh, create some hostility, but uh, you don't want to do that. We love everyone here at the old Taku Connection, I think. Yeah. <laughs> as long as you're not, like, mean or hateful. Mm-hmm. 
I stab evil in the neck. Let that be known. Yeah. I eat it in the pussy. What were we saying? Uh, went off on another tangent about uh, gay straight stuff. But, uh, because, I mean, it's all over this. But I feel like nobody knows what the hell they're doing in this show. (laughs) (laughs) They're just like, I like this. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know about that. Yeah, like you have uh, Blondie's uh, manservant. Uh, they call him his bitch. He's like, no, I'm totally not gay. I'm just in love with this guy here. <laughs> and he is obsessed. Yeah. Um... I think the names of the characters were Keiichi and Reiji. Hmm. He's kind of a character who shows up a bit later. He's part of the uh, cooking club that uh, Blondie's in. Mm-hmm. And he's got this uh, useless parasitic leech of a buddy who I suspect is actually just unabashedly cock-blocking him at every turn. Hmm. Yeah, I was going to say I'm curious as to... We already kind of talked about who like specific things are written for, but mm-hmm. I'm... Uh, it's such a... This isn't guess, to say that there aren't gay people who enjoy these things, but there's well, like yeah. reoccurring plot elements that kind of like bother them. Mm-hmm. I guess I was, yeah. I mean, obviously we're talking about gender, you know, sexuality being fluid or whatever. Obviously, something that's made for someone supposedly isn't always going to be made for them. But I'm curious about like the makeup of the people who actually wrote this. Like, are they? gay do they just really love boys love are they women are they men uh the majority of the people who write these things are women though in the little bit of research i did i found out there are some men who will kind of use writing uh yaoi and shonen eye geared towards mm-hmm. women is a uh kind of like uh it's kind of like some easy money work so they have the capital to make the uh gay commies and all that stuff. It's kind of like you do your mainstream work, so then you can do your artistic work type deal. Mm-hmm. So you do have some gay men writing it. You have some uh, reading the stuff as well, as well as even straight guys. Granted, they make the smallest number. Yeah. Uh, the majority tends to be uh, young women. Majority of those young women straight. And the reason that pops up most consistently is it lets them kind of explore uh, elements of a straight relationship dynamic with typical gender roles but is provides a non-threatening element in that both the, neither of the characters are women hmm. interesting yeah it's weird and kind of complex wait so you're saying that it's the, if the reader is... Go over that one more time. So, it's... it's I mean, I mean it's... Uh, bah, 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 bah. Let me start again. So, one of the complaints that tends to come up with the gay people in regards to Yaoi is the uh, pretty straightforward top and bottom thing to the degree mm-hmm. that the bottom or the uke is basically a woman. Mm-hmm. Oh. So you're still more or less looking at a uh, a male-female relationship with traditional gender roles, albeit both parties are male. 
And because of that, women can, or young girls in particular, can look at these stories, read through them, and experience or read about or whatever dynamics, ups, downs, all that stuff. But it's a lot less threatening considering it's just guys on there versus a girl. Mm-hmm. Doesn't force introspection. Maybe that's mm. it. I guess that's right, because they don't latch on to be like, oh, I'm this girl, and like, mm-hmm. I guess it is kind of safer. They yeah. can, and I guess it provides a step back mm-hmm. of like, that's a relationship. But like, I have no, like, it's non threatening. Like, it's, it's interesting, because I think about this sometime with my girlfriend, like, it's, you kind of look at other pe- a lot of other people completely differently. Because mm-hmm. it's like, it's like, what's the, like, not, it doesn't really bother me, but in the back of my head, it's always like, what's this person's agenda? Like, are they... What are they about? Yeah, like, are they trying to... Because you know how you are, like, at least I am, <laughs> a lot of times when you see, especially when I was single, seeing a girl on the street, or just, like, being like, oh, wow, they're pretty, or, like damn look at those titties or like mm-hmm. look at this shit like that's like i'm gonna try and say something or whatever mm-hmm. it's like you know like when i look at other dudes i know it's like there's a lot of guys out there especially in our neighborhood where it's like 10 times worse mm-hmm. where it's like they're gonna say something and like, there's not gonna be a whole lot of thought it the yeah. words might as well be coming out of their penis yeah or or, like, you know, why did I start talking about this? Uh, was, I, oh, yeah. The non-threatening was, element? No, it was it was about because of girls looking at a relationship. I guess because by the flip of a coin, it's like you look at, you know, when, when your spouse is friends with someone of the same gender, it's, like, way less threatening, you know? Usually. Well, that's the whole thing. Well, not usually for me, because even for me, it's like, I guess I don't want to... Sorry, that was me volunteering more of myself than I needed to. Yeah, I I know, but it's it's like, I don't think my girlfriend will, will care if I say, but it's like, definitely hearing about her talk about, like, past dudes is like way worse than hearing her talk about past women. Mm, yeah. Even in the romantic sense. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm way more okay with hearing about the women than the men. Mm-hmm. Really, I like, on a surface level, I'm okay with both because mm-hmm. it's, it's all in the past, but like something in the back of my head is just like, ugh, yeah. I hear about the dudes. On a primal level, it bothers you. Yeah, because I, you know, I relate to it. And I know how dudes are. Instinctually, you feel like you gotta be superior. Yeah, somewhat. Um, and I try to control that, but yeah. Yeah, it's like Ryan's instinct, though. It's hard to kind of contain it, even with a Vulcan brain like yours. Yeah, it is. Um. Yeah, it's it's interesting. So that's I 
I guess I can understand that where the, you know, I guess uh, what do you say? a hypothetical girl could look at a gay relationship between two men mm-hmm. and be like, this is like, I'm, I like, you're not involved. Like your brain in your little fantasy would never connect to back to yourself and say, Oh, like this is what I want. Or yeah. like, this is what I'm into. It's like, no, that's like, it's so fascinating to look at that. Yeah. <laughs> but you don't have to worry about the, the entertainment, the media, whatever, pulling you into the fray. There's literally no place for you to exist in it. Or mm-hmm. if it, there is, it's, it's like sort of safely on the outskirts. Yeah. Cheering these people on. Mm-hmm. Which we talked about earlier. I can <laughs> sort of relate. I had a Yuri phase, too. What's Yuri? Uh, it's the uh, female equivalent to Yowie. Uh, well, I guess okay. it wouldn't be. I guess it wouldn't be Yuri. It'd be Shoujo Eye. I never really got into anything explicit. Mm-hmm. I just found girls look cute. <laughs> I feel like, yeah. Why is we? I, do you remember the story about Robert in line for Yaoi or whatever? Um, <laughs> what was it? <laughs> Were you there when you told that story? <laughs> I mean, I think I heard him tell it a, a couple times. He was, at, I don't think, yeah, I think he was at a con. I think it was a line for a showing of some sort of a yaoi or boys' love or something. I don't know if he was in the line. I think he may have just been walking past it or something. And uh, there was some lady. I think she was like a lesbian. And she was like complaining about guys hanging around hoping to see her like make out with chicks or ask her to make out with chicks and stuff like that she's going on about how annoying it is it's like (laughs) yeah kind of like these dudes you're about to watch make out (laughs) yeah it's like why are you in the yaoi line then yeah (laughs) it's just like you're you're about to go do the thing Uh that you hate people trying to do to you (laughs) i guess the difference is she's probably Again, that's well, I think the real between... difference here is that the people she's going to Google aren't real. And uh, well, it's also that same thing. It's like they're watching it from like a safe. She's not like out on the. She's not in the Castro yelling at dudes to make out. Yeah, she's not walking into the gay bar and like, like, yeah, I'll give you guys ten bucks if you just kiss. Yeah. 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 But it is. You know, I, I heard uh, a lesbian classmate. Uh, acquaintance, friend. Uh, I guess we're we're Facebook friends. But uh, uh, anyway, she's cool. But she, someone asked her that, or, or it just came up. She was talking to somebody, and she was like, "Lesbians don't watch lesbian porn because it's not real. Like it's all like straight or by all chicks. geared towards straight dudes." <laughs> yeah, well, it's not real, and they're not into it. So. She was saying that she, like, like most gay women, a lot of gay women watch like gay porn of dudes because you can't fake that. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, Interesting. Yeah. It's fascinating, actually. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, cause it's more real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so bizarre how that. <laughs> yeah. We got it easy, man. (laughs) 
This is the queerest episode we've ever done, I think. Oh, oh we're going to have to outdo it at some point, because uh, there's going to be at least one month, maybe two, if I decide to split uh, boys' love and girls' love up. But, um, is anything you want to say about the show before we get to recommendations? Um, it was cool. Mm-hmm. I, I might have said this already, but I am curious as to what like actual people think about this sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, is it? It's what I was talking about earlier with my short film. Was like, is this tone deaf? Like, what do you? Like, I wonder, or is it funny? Mm-hmm. But I think I have a, a couple friends that uh, that are they're a married lesbian couple, and they I think said they. <laughs> a lot of boys love mm-hmm. so uh, but it's yeah it's really weird to watch something that I just have into like like what it's kind of talking about it's about such an area that I just like have no clue like I couldn't tell you if it was offensive or not yeah something that's kind of like outside of your realm it doesn't seem like it is to me. Not sure what to say about it that hasn't already been said. I think it's uh, it's fun, and it feels light. It's uh, mm-hmm. I think it definitely works well as sort of like an interstitial thing, whether it's uh, played during commercials or played uh, between shows. <clears throat> mm-hmm. It would be like if it were airing in that way. Um, it would be something I'd look forward to. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping they uh, release more. Now, recommendations for this are pretty, it's pretty difficult, and I'm not sure if that's because I haven't read or watched enough Boys Love-related things, or if there just isn't a whole lot like this out there. Mm-hmm. Which is to say, like, that weird take on the subject matter, that weird, it feels kind of like a... <laughs> Not quite the not quite the fifty niche car pileup that was Cat Blue Dynamite, but uh, <laughs> in that same territory. Mm. I feel like it's just us. Like, I feel like someone who watched there's someone out there who could tell you all the best boys love. Yeah, we've got we've got to get a Fujoshi correspondent. Clearly. Mm-hmm. Someone like we can call in to like report live from the scene. <sighs> if you're out there, get in contact with us. Yeah. <laughs> we need your insight. Mm-hmm. We would love to diversify this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, only thing I had to go to Anime Planet to find something to recommend. Um. And it it's just another, like, inversion on the Fujoshi thing, though in a different direction. And it's also a 2016 anime, so it's fairly recent. It's called, uh, I don't know what the Japanese title is. The English language title is Kiss Him, Not Me. <laughs> <laughs> and basically, it's the, the plot to it is that you have a... Fujoshi, who used to be overweight and was, you know, no one was into her. Something happened, I don't know what, and she loses a shit ton of weight and suddenly she's pretty. Mm. And when she shows up at school pretty, guys are suddenly interested in her. And she finds herself in the uh, reverse harem situation. 
<laughs> but because she's a Fujoshi, what she's decided to do is take all the interest these guys have in her and find some way to redirect it towards <laughs> towards each other. That sounds incredible. <laughs> yeah, we might have to watch this down the line. <laughs> Um, yeah, it sounds like her and the main character of this show would get along pretty well. Sounds like an incredible niche. Yeah, it's the same sort of like like 20 niche car pile up <clears throat> in that uh, mm-hmm. Fujoshi Boys Love area. Mm-hmm. Sounds like the Princess Diaries with higher stakes. <laughs> yeah. You ever see that movie? I think so. They let Anne Hathaway's eyebrows grow out, and they gave her glasses and mm-hmm. frizzy hair. Yeah. And they're like, she's ugly. Yeah, Hollywood ugly. Like, but, like, when I saw that, I was like, that movie, I was like, oh, man. And then they made her, like, pretty, quote, unquote. I was like, come on, man. That That's happens it. to me a lot, where, like, when they try and, like, usually the ugged-up version of somebody is hotter to me. Than the pretty version. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Breakfast Club is the worst case of that. I think it's, you can't make Anne Hathaway ugly. Breakfast Club. Oh yeah, yeah. the basket I didn't case. Know that they were trying to make her ugly. No, not that. Just un- like she's supposed to be weird and unappealing. And that was like watching that movie. Like you were all I wanted in high school. Yeah, I think in the in the context of the movie, she's supposed to be weird. But I think everyone who watches that movie loves that character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's real funny. I feel like I saw a character like that recently somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, recommendations? I say it's not really. It's. Is anytime we talk about like an anime that goes behind the scenes mm-hmm. or is like about anime, I always gotta mention Golden Boy. Oh yeah, specifically episode six. Mm-hmm. Um, in that light, I guess uh, if you want to talk about uh, animes about anime fans, then the big one I think is a series called Genshiken, which is about mm-hmm. a college anime club. Mm. That kind of like, it, I want to say it has the right combin, uh, a maybe just a more the most ideal combination of looking at it realistically but still being upbeat about it, because mm. you have some animes that do this and just kind of get down and dirty and grimy and make you feel awful, like what are you doing with your life, you filthy otaku, mm-hmm. and uh, Genshiken is realistic enough but still let you have fun. Uh, Comic Party is on the, like, fantastical side of it, whereas something on that grimy end, you're looking at uh, Welcome to the NHK, or if you really want to just fucking hate yourself, read something called Rizantama. Hmm. Um, and I would be remiss if I didn't mention that you can go to uh, hey, listen, radio on SoundCloud. <laughs> and find us talking about a little anime called Oran High. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. This was fun. I hope I didn't offend anybody. Mm. I'm, I'm not as concerned as to whether or not I have offended someone, if only because I bared so much of myself on this episode. Yeah... 
need to leave my ass I, bare to be ravaged. I think anybody really listens is why I don't. Nobody's not like anybody's talking. I hope this isn't one of those things that comes back to bite me. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Really, like I just like somebody listened to it. It's like, oh, gay seems normal, motherfucker. What do you mean the movie makes it normal? It's already normal. It's like, it, yeah. I think that's the that's the one I gotta worry about. Everybody's gonna carry. I think you clarified. Yeah. Well, this is this isn't normal from like a straight ass dude. Oh yeah, Formula Seventeen. I'll recommend that too. But, uh, anything to say to the audience? What Formula Seventeen? It's a live. It's the live action gay movie. I recommend it to you. Oh. Okay. It's a comedy. I got nothing to say. Hmm. <laughs> oh well, then I guess I'll have to leave it with something. Merry Christmas. Yeah. You <laughs> filthy animals. And a happy mm-hmm. New Year. Good job, BL. Alexa, tell me a joke. Do you want to hear a pizza joke? Never mind, it's pretty cheesy. Well, you definitely got the mom humor down. Uh, yeah. So, uh, glad you made it through it. Um, gonna work on the whole tangent thing. I feel like me and Mike have been falling into it pretty deep. Maybe it's got to do with the political stuff coming with the new year. Weighing on our minds. But, uh, yeah. We'll work on it. Anyway. The song you're listening to right now is Synthetic Highway. If you like it and want to hear more songs like it, please check out Submorphine at soundcloud.com. It's uh, Submorphine, S-U-B-M-O-R-P-H-I-N-E. The song you'll hear next is Anime Rocket, and if you want to hear more songs like that, check out the author Squarion at facebook.com slash Squarion, S-Q-U-A-R-I-O-N. Also check out Squareon's uh, Flash Project, Project Stick Part 2, at facebook.com slash projectstick. Now if you want to hear more of this, or some shows like it, head over to uh, soundcloud.com slash heylistenradio. We've also got a Twitter, at heylistenradio. A Facebook, facebook.com slash heylistenradio. And you can subscribe to us on Android, iTunes, and Google Play. We've also got individual Twitters for our individual shows. Uh, I'm at Old Taku Connect. Mike is at Hyper90s. And Joe is at NHEP Returns. Well, I uh, guess that's it for now. Uh, so then, uh, thank you for listening and have a good night, people. Alexa, say good night. Good night. Sleep tight.
and and to be clear, I'm not scared of them now. I just was. <laughs> God, check out the bed before you go to sleep for lesbians. Not that kind of scared. <laughs> Clearly, don't remember the story in its entirety. Next up is more Oro. Oh,